0: the hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on news talk gives me a great pleasure to welcome to studio Jen Hogan the journalist columnist with the Irish Times and the author and our own technology correspondent Jess Kelly Jen you have some concerns about the behaviour of parents on sidelines. Is that right? Yeah,
1: just a few. (laughs) Just a few. Yeah, I was writing today, I suppose, about my own experience and also the experience of other parents who've been in touch with me to say um, that parents appear on the sidelines to have lost the plot, completely lost the plot. And we're seeing so, so much more aggression, so much more completely unacceptable behaviour, dressed up as passion, of course, you know, because they just feel for the game. And maybe it's something that's been replicated in adult games because, you know, if you attend an adult game, which I did recently with my, my little boy, it's commonplace to see abuse and expletives being thrown at players on the pitch. And listen, I'm not easily faced by bad language and I would love to claim that my children don't hear any at home. But this is this is the kind of manner in which it's directed and the abusive nature of it and even the kind of the sort of things that, you know, the, the hand gestures that they make you know the, at at the players and you're going is this who we are now is this who Irish people are at the actual grown up matches but we're seeing it on the sidelines too and we're seeing parents shout abuse either at their own at their own children which some parents have reported to me or certainly at teammates of their own children yeah. or at opposing teams and, and really using unbelievably foul language and really aggressive tones. And you know, there was one woman got in touch to say that a parent actually went for a coach because a child was substituted, and he didn't feel that child should be substituted in the middle of it. And you just have to ask, what is going on? So, with it, Irish parents. so
0: it, it's not necessarily new, though, at kind of adult games, aggression and bad yeah, language in yeah. the stands. So I mean, is the contention that? Um it's getting worse at underage level?
1: I think it is cuz like I'm going to children's games for years and years like my my eldest is 22 so I have a long history of going to different children's games different sports different times of the of the year and for, at the beginning, I used to kind of lament the fact that we didn't have more carpooling, more sharing of going to different matches. Now I wouldn't feel comfortable my children playing a match, particularly as they get older. And I mean, towards the teen years, preteen years, and teen years, because it is actually down as young as preteen. But preteen and teen years, I would not feel comfortable them playing in a match unless me or their father was there. Why? because I've witnessed I've been there I've been there my own son was abused at a match I've been there when that's happened I've been there to see other incidents happen and I'm hearing constantly and what like, do you do ongoing, in that situation?
0: Do you confront the person like, doing <laughs> the abuse? You see, this
1: is what's really hard I mean we have an incredible coach who very who always moves to try and, and calm things down yeah. our own parenting sideline if you happen parental sideline if you happen to see those things happen you're trying to keep your own child you know focused and make sure he's okay and you have this kind of abuse you don't want to escalate things and the ref mm-hmm. often and when the situation does kind of escalate like that is, is fairly intimidated himself as he often tends to be he tends to be intimidating himself and then you see it spill over onto the actual pitch because you see the players go okay our adults are behind us now we can also treat yes. teams like this it's just this awful awful lesson that we're teaching our kids and it's no wonder then that we do see it in adults I know what you're saying it's been there a long time in adult sports But I think I think it's changed in kids. I think it's got an awful lot worse. I didn't used to see this when my older ones were younger.
0: Well, uh, the kids then soak it up, obviously. And Jess Kelly, I mentioned, is with us. So, Jess, you were recently at a game in the UK, a football match. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I took my nephew, who's seven, to Old Trafford because he's the one person in the world I can't say no to. I'll say no to (laughs) everybody else. But that little boy just does something. And so we went over. It was his first time at a big football match. I'll never forget, he kind of lost his breath when he saw the pitch, like he was so in awe of it all. And we went up to our seats in the back. We were behind one of the goals. And like, even I learned words I hadn't heard before. (laughs) And I'm a sweary Mary, like I (laughs) would be like, I'm not fragile when Mm -hmm. it comes to language. But Jeannie Mackers, like some of the words that they were coming out from uh, coming out with throughout the match, they put them into songs. As Man United, we were there in sort of the fan section, the um, season ticket holder of, of of Old Trafford with all the season ticket fans, and as Man United continued to concede goals, the language got worse and mm-hmm. worse. Yeah. Now, God love my little nephew. At one point, there was an Irish guy so close enough to us, and he shouted, "You scouse something." And my little heart went into my tummy and thank God my nephew turned to me going, what's a scouse? And I was like, thank you for focusing on that word. (laughs) So grateful you asked that word. But it's exactly what you said. It's not about the language. It's about the aggression Mm -hmm. with which it shouted. And I was taken aback. We ended up leaving the match about 15 minutes before the end because the fans were getting so riled up and they were banging the back of the stadium, which is kind of like a tin shed, not to be disrespectful to Old Trafford. And it was just I like both of us were kind of looking at each other, going, "Should we leave? I think we should leave." And it's, I understand passion and mm-hmm. I understand frustration. Like I dropped my phone in the kitchen earlier on, and everyone got a loud f bomb. You're welcome, yeah. news talk. <laughs> so like again, it's not yeah. being opposed to the language, but it's just the the f- ferocity in w- yeah. which it's said. And people who can't go a full sentence or a full 15 minutes without dropping some form of expletive, I do worry about.
0: My kids love it. Oh, it's, they there's nothing love funnier about when they're at a match and people are using bad language around them.
1: You see, I suppose it depends, doesn't it? Because I don't think as Irish people we're offended by no. bad language. I think no. it's kind of part of how we speak. And I don't really trust people who don't swear. So here I go now, kind of contradicting, having gone, "Why don't you swear? What are you trying to hide?" That's mm. what, it's what comes naturally. But it's not that. It's it's the aggression and the fact that it's being used to insult most of the time. Yeah. When we swear, we don't mean it as an insult, or we mean it nearly as a, as a friendly. insult. you know, it kind of it, it's 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 sort of. Compliments it's part of the lexicon. It's not how it's, we talk. It's yeah. not necessarily um an insult. But the like even at the I was at the Ireland Netherlands match and my little fellow was so excited. He was so excited, especially because a couple of Liverpool yeah. players uh playing. But when Gakbo stood up to, to take the penalty, they started booing. Now booing is obviously not the same as swearing, but you're going again. Is this who we are now? We really used to do things like that. We used to we used to judge people, yeah. particularly across the water, fans across the water. We used to judge them on how they behaved. And I saw a lot of that at the match and I was kind of disappointed to see it. I thought we're better than that. But, you
2: know, I think it it kind of feeds into a lot of the horrific stories that we've had in the news over the last few months. I used to waddle around the place completely confident, completely comfortable. I find myself scared a bit more Mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis. And I think when you're hearing such harsh language in such harsh tones... It does make you feel a bit uneasy, and then Definitely. you factor in all the grim stories that we've read and heard over the last few months, and you think, "Geez, am I actually safe here, or is something going to kick off?" And the reality is, you know, we don't know if something's going to kick off. And I do find, I found that situation more uncomfortable than I would have anticipated. What, I would what, have. What
0: age? Jen do you think so we were at a, a blitz yesterday in UCD Kilmacud to this underage yeah, blitz yeah. and it was brilliant there was clubs from everywhere from Aranmore Moore and Bally Gunner and the Piershig and everyone was there and so it was under nine and I'll be honest with you, you we didn't really have any of this mm. you've got at that age what you see are uh there's absolutely exuberant parents or coaches, mm-hmm. but they're more annoying yeah. than inappropriate. The ones who
1: say, Oh yeah. my god, he's definitely going to play for double. Yeah, if he can yeah, or so, so
0: like that. And some yeah. of them are kind of shouting a bit much, but they're not at the age where they're shouting at the ref or the opposition. Yeah. They're kind of maybe a bit exuberant shouting at their own yeah. players and you kind of roll your eyes. So at what point will they start abusing the ref and the opposition? It, it is it kind have, of under 10, 11, 12?
1: It, it seems to be really quite prevalent in teenager sports. I suppose maybe that's because the girls and boys that are playing teen sports, they look like women, they look like men, they're certainly tall, oh, they're kids, they're children, they're actually children who often are quite self-aware, self-conscious and it's very, very intimidating to have that aggression directed at you. But unfortunately, with parents getting in touch with me, it's it's starting to creep down younger. So hearing it in under 11s, I mean, one of the reports came to me was from an under 9s, which is quite incredible. That was the fiscal. Mm-hmm that nearly started like under nines what is wrong with parents like what has happened to adults it's just incredible to think but it is commonplace with the teens it's very commonplace with the teens and we have just completely confused passion with totally unacceptable behaviour but that's what I
2: love if you ever watch sometimes when you're on TikTok and all the rest and you see compilations of different referees Nigel Owens in rugby was always fantastic if anyone ever spoke to him in a gruff tone never mind used bad language he'd give out to them like they were a three-year-old yeah, having a tantrum. As they deserve. And put in their box. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to see professional sports people being held to account and being shown that going up and grabbing someone by the jersey Absolutely. and shoving them away, that's not acceptable behaviour. Cursing and Alder, again, A bit of aggression.
0: There's nothing wrong with There's a bit of aggression You know, no, you're on the
1: pitch. confusing aggression and passion.
0: Passion, they're, they're two, two different things. things. No, a bit of controlled aggression. Nah, not nah. wrong with no, it no, on the pitch. No, no. But,
1: but the thing is, if it's controlled. But if
0: yeah, you Controlled are, means... Grabbing them by the collar, just don't punch them. Grab them by the collar. No. You won't, you won't there won't what be any rep. What sort reprimand. of example
1: does that set, though, to young people who are watching who think this is how you know I what, have to? Do you know behave? what example
0: it sets to the teammates? It, it fires up the no, team. No, but
1: that enables the, absolutely. No, 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 mm-hmm.
2: no. That enables the Egypt fans then to go outside yeah. afterwards, and they're having a bit of a thing, and they say, "Oh, well, I saw your man doing this, yes. so I'm going to do this." We outside care the pub. that much
1: about the club. then the this kids are going to do it.
2: It's a cycle of junk, and it should be completely ruled out of matches. And I know that everyone's going to give out to me saying that I'm a snowflake with too many. Thoughts, too many emotions, and fine, but it is a disgusting thing to see, and I think it should be called out more.
0: Uh, I think a lot of people like it, though.
1: I don't think they do, and you know what? I I have to disagree with you there, Karen, because I don't think they do, and I think the number of parents who got in touch to say how much they object to it, and actually, there were dads getting in touch, dads who are involved in children's sports, who said we we have to actually speak to parents on the sidelines. Nobody wants to think that we might have to resort to silence. Oh, yeah, parents
0: are a dose. Uh, and they interfere. Uh, I absolutely accept that. But the but players, the the, the, the bit of aggression and stuff. I think they do. I think this happens every year. So and it generally happens in club matches. So I guarantee, between now and January, we will at least once in this station and possibly on the show be covering a melee in a match, and everyone will be like, "Oh, this is appalling behaviour and how do we stamp this out? And the fact is nobody walks out of the ground when it happens. In fact, people kind of cheer it up. They love it. People love the smell of sulphur. People record incidents in on the
1: street too and that's, you know, they kind of yeah. record aggressive incidents there. human nature.
0: We're aggressive, aggressive in our, by our very nature. But we need
1: to learn to get on top of that though. We are not setting a good example for people But it's not
0: the outlet to it. No, not, for
1: not at all. No, not at all. Get yourself a punch bag out in the shed and go out and punch that if that's what you need to do to get rid of your aggression. But don't be taken out on your teammates oh my God. or opposing oh my teammates. God. Well,
0: listen, a lot of people are in agreement with you and they won't be in agreement with my suggestions anyway. Um, if you want to know uh, that blood is tickered in water, what it really means, stand on the sidelines during a match. Pathetic carry on from some of the fans uh, to be honest uh, says one listener or another did we not witness Mary McAleese talking about how vocal she was on the sidelines on the Late Late Show the other week many parents and coaches need to learn to watch their language and their tempers somebody else though this is the problem too many yummy mummies interfering. Oh my God, it's so insulting. That's why it's the, just so, so insulting a patronising. That's why the kids are not ready for the real oh world.
1: Oh my God, that's like the most, and you see, that's thank what you, always happens. Don't, don't, don't respond, Jen. Don't, don't respond. respond. Don't, respond. Thank, don't respond. thank you for your contribution. Don't respond. Be the bigger person. Let's walk out. 08 Let's
0: leave 087-1400-106. <laughs> They're marching out of the studio. Marching out. Jen, thank you very much. Jen Hogan, journalist and columnist at the Irish Times and our own technology correspondent, Jess Kelly.